0: Welcome to Stirring the Pot with Lucas Acida. Today is a very special episode. We're talking new decade. Uh, I thought it would only be fair to bring on the best one-two combo since Shaq and Kobe. Or even before Shaq and Kobe because they're older than those bastards. Um, I'm I'm talking to my parents. I'm talking to my parents. I'm down here visiting for a late Christmas... And um, they might be the biggest fans of the pod, so of course I have to bring them on. Um, Mom, Dad, thanks for joining me. Thanks you. for having
1: us. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to uh, beautiful Southwest Florida. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. the
0: third time. For the third time. It is nice down there, actually. The That's why we moved here, man. Nice yeah, breeze. It's beautiful. Nice breeze. Now listen. Nice breeze. <laughs> it is. It, it's like it's. Yeah. Today it is. You're yeah. right. You're right. Um, okay, so the format of this is going to be a little bit different than some of the normal pods. Uh, normally it's, it's a typical, uh, interview setting, me and somebody else, but obviously there's two of you and a whole lot to get through tonight. So I figured that I would kind of be speaking pretty broad and then I would kind of pick on you two to take it down your own path. So well, how you,
1: much time are you thinking? Cause I got to be someplace at 10. Oh you yeah. to shut up. Oh yeah.
0: No, I'm just kidding. LOL. All right. Um, I've talked about this a couple different times on the pod. Uh, the name of the game is Creativity. Oh. Um, it's a fun thing because um, I'm in sort of a creative field or going into a creative uh, it's field. It's pretty
2: creative, yeah. Pretty
0: creative. Um, and both of you somehow dabble in it yourselves, so I figured that it would be kind of cool to get your point of view um, okay. on creativity as a whole. Uh, first mom, you, you cut hair. That's kind of yes. this definition of a creative um uh, Practical yeah. job. Yeah. Um, how long have you been doing that?
2: Uh, going on 30 years. Jesus, it's that long. I know. I'm old as dirt. What would you
0: say your creative process is when it comes to cutting hair? I mean, obviously you've been doing it for a long time. Um, there's trends that go in and out. What, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How do How do you keep fresh? How do you not um, get bored doing the same thing for so long?
2: Well, uh, I mean, I've had periods of my time where or of my life when I was bored doing it. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think that I think what you know. I'm watching TV. I'm watching artists. I'm paying attention to to music, um, fashion. I'm always I'm always looking at who's putting what out and what kind of spin can can I put on that for my own clients? Mm -hmm. And um, what I found is that down here, the clients. Um, most of them tend to be a little bit more conservative than what what I'm used to. Okay. Um, but I can, yeah, I can pretty much, um, you can bring in any, any picture you've got. And if they think that there's, there's elements of the cut or the color or whatever that they like, but they need to make it work for them. That's, that's the main thing is to take it, take what they see or, or what I see and give them something that they can do every day and that they're comfortable in. Okay.
0: Okay. I think that that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and um.
1: I'd like to add on that. Oh, because yeah. it's not just what she does uh, for her profession. I mean, you know very well growing up that when she would make a meal, she would find something online or come across it in a magazine and it's like, I want to make that. Yeah. And while she was making it, she would taste it. Luca, come taste this. What's <laughs> it taste like? Do you like it? You know. So she, 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 I mean, her creativity is... It goes all over the place, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't so. think
0: it's as simple as just saying, hey, this is your career, let's talk about it. But that's kind of the first thing I at least wanted to bring up. Um, yeah. Um, bringing it to you, it's a little different because uh, your career specifically, I wouldn't say is necessarily creative, but you, my whole life, have been a musician, um, kind of on the side. But obviously, you do gigs and stuff here and there mm-hmm. and have done gigs. So, I mean, that's... Technically, your other profession, I would say. Um, well, what's that What's that like for you? Well,
1: I think that that, uh, as of lately, has been my biggest creative outlet. Okay. But, I mean, you know, when I was growing up, I was always drawing.
0: Yeah, well, I, I uh, even growing up, you know, there'd be times where I'm drawing something or I'd ask you to draw it. And I'm like, what the heck? Since one can dad draw? Like, you know Oh, your dad can draw. Well that's the thing is you've always kind of been the uh-huh. like the drawer or just creative he's like a sec-
2: artist. He's a secret squirrel though. He's got all these little <laughs> talents that he hides from everyone. I know, what the Shh. hell? Yeah. Come on. It's like he it's doesn't mind people secret. knowing that he's an accountant. Doesn't it doesn't mind people knowing that he's a musician and that he can play all these instruments and he can sing and um, but, yeah, for some reason, when it comes to drawing and other things, he's he's not um, as out, I don't know, like, it's not that you're not outspoken about it. But, I mean, you just don't ever bring it up. It's like.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I try to stay humble about it. You know, it's not like. Uh, I mean, it's, something, it's just something that I enjoy doing. You uh-huh. know, it's a release for me. Right. Um, with, you know, all the day-to-day lives and the. And, the things that we have to do and, you know, um, my mind works and a lot of times it's hard to shut down, uh-huh. you know, um, that's always been, uh, a release for me since I've been young. So, um, sketch, yeah,
2: he's a sketcher doodler that,
1: that in sports, you know, when I was, oh, yeah. when I was well, coming yeah, up to such
0: a good baseball player that that makes, that makes I a was, lot of sense too. I was, I was, was pretty good. Is dude, is, don't <laughs> say was, what <laughs> the heck? The Larry
1: Bird back now, so yeah. I just, I'm limited.
0: Got kind of a messed up shoulder. Up. <laughs> I don't know. bionic shoulder. The, huh? the wounds add up after this amount of time. <laughs> I mean, that's but, right. but that's something that's kind of interesting to me is because there's something I talk about a lot is just the creative process as a whole and how you come up with ideas and stuff. But with yeah. you specifically as a musician, um, I mean, you've been in cover bands and stuff. It's not necessarily like you're writing your own um, music. So it's not as simple as saying, what's your creative process of writing this thing? You know, you... Um, I mean, you're still doing something, like, creative and um, in the well, entertainment see, industry. see, the thing
1: about it is you, is you can say that, you know, uh, yeah, obviously I've been in cover bands, but, I mean, it takes creativity and it takes time and it takes patience and it takes dedication to learn those songs yeah. and mm-hmm. learn them well. Yeah. Um, not just for my part, but with the individuals that I'm playing with. So when we get into the room yeah. mm-hmm. and everybody's done their homework... We can run through that song, you know, two or three times, and kind of look at each other when we're done and go, "Shit, that was." easy. Isn't that a, well, isn't that know, a funny I, thing?
2: I have heard other people talking about talk about about that in like cover bands and uh, versus like doing originals, and I don't know. I mean, an artist, a musician is it's the same either way. Um, that's like saying like. Well, the symphony, you know, they're not real artists because they're playing other people's tunes. Yeah, That's yeah. ridiculous.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So. I guess it's just hard to say what uh, what's your creative process if it's, you know, something that's not as simple as right. writing or actually like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're making it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just already kind of there and you're kind of bringing it to life. Well, yeah,
1: yeah, and that's, you know, I go back to it. It's like for us in the uh, previous band that I was in, there would be songs that we wanted to learn and uh, our guitar player was very detailed, you know? So he he was like, I just, you know, I can't get that solo or I can't play this, you know? And he wanted to play it note for note. And I was like, dude, just play whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a painting and just put whatever color you want on that thing, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, I was never, I mean, For us, we, 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 uh, we did like to, I mean, we always strive for perfection, Mm -hmm. but in our way, you know, to make it, uh, our interpretation of this piece of music that was, you know, put out there and that is admired, you know?
0: Sure. Sure. Let's even take it back even further. Let's just talk about, um, I'm going to bring it back to mom. Um, how did you decide to cut hair? How old were you? When did, how did
2: that go down? Um, it was just something that, I don't know, like I just, I, you know, I wanted to do my own hair all the time. Um, I wanted to do other people's hair Then this. And I'm talking about like as a little kid and as a teenager and, um, it just, I think when you're an artist and you're pulled in, in a certain direction you you just you just know there's no way that you it's like you like how did you know you wanted to go into film you know how did you know you wanted to go to you know to film school it's it's the same or start I'm, a podcast yeah, yeah it's it's the same it's like you know that you know that you know you just know yeah and to me hair made sense and beauty made sense and makeup made sense and it was um, a simple so
0: it wasn't it, even like there was like one moment that no, like no there it's was just, nope, over your life my it's, whole life yeah. it was
2: like that is something. That I could do, that I would enjoy doing, that would be it would challenge me, and I could express my that artistic side, um, in a practical way oh. where I could make a living from it.
0: Yeah. So were you thinking like, I guess about it as a career, or was it just yeah. like I like this enough to maybe no, I no no okay. no I
2: think that it got to a certain point um, that we realized very early on in my family that. I wasn't going to necessarily work well in the traditional sense of working for somebody.
1: I was just going to say um, that. Um
2: I I'm a lot like my my own my dad's like that. Um there has to be a certain amount of independence I have to have that kind of freedom. Yeah. Um and that was a, that was that was some doing hair, um being involved in the beauty industry. It was It was just a way that I could have that freedom and, I mean, the sky's the limit. It all depends on, you know, like, where you live and and how, you know, how much you work and as far as how much money you're going to make. But Mm -hmm. I knew that even, like, working in the town that that you grew up in could support a family fine. Mm -hmm. So.
0: I just think it's kind of neat because... um, I mean, we'll get to it a little bit later, but uh, I mean, right now we're focusing on hair, but you've mm-hmm. gone on, you've painted houses, you oh, yeah. you dabbled yeah. in catering a little bit, you know, you, yeah. you've done, you do a whole lot of different stuff and I'm sure. You... I
2: have, when it comes to that, I have a, I mean, I have a lot of different interests. I, you know, I love, I love hair. I love makeup. I love, I love perfumery. I love the artistry of perfumery, um, but i mean you know i wanted you, i i was thinking for you you'd be great you know like fashion designer
0: i think you still want me to do i do
2: that. i do i think that there's something there
0: i think you um, want to be a fashion designer <laughs> no i
2: don't i but i do want you to be one
0: for for those of you at home that don't know she's picked out my outfits my entire life and then <laughs> says man you would be a great fashion designer and i'm like what the <laughs> hell are you talking about
2: um just picked don't... out mine too so i <laughs> know yeah, it's like what <laughs> Um but yeah, I I liked you know, I love food and um I you oh, know oh, i
0: man, that's another one. It's like shit. Well, your dad was a freaking badass. Dad, yeah, chef. my
2: dad was my dad was a chef. Um five star. Yeah, yeah, he was. Um That's the
0: tattoo on my arm people.
2: Yep. And um, you know, your sister, Alex, she's a chef, but she's also a, an incredibly talented um Artist like canvas or sketching. Yeah, and and almost in a traditional way,
0: she's very strong. Yeah,
2: her artistry is pretty phenomenal. Um, But, I mean, she used it in, like, God, she competed for, like, chocolates. Yeah, she won that
0: at East Lansing. She won that chocolate competition.
2: So, you know, I I just feel like, you know, of course I'm going to have a daughter that's an artist. And, of course, when you take you know if you if you take me and jr and you put us together of course we're gonna have you know our child is going to be somebody who's going to be artistic too yeah um and but but yeah i mean to get back to what you originally asked uh i i just have i have a a lot of interest when it comes to that i i had yeah, painted houses and i um you know, I help people with t- interior design and picking and she, out palettes. And, and,
0: and you actually painted houses, uh, not to be mistaken with the Irishman. Um, yeah. No, she was. <laughs> she was actually painting houses. Yeah. I painted yeah. the
1: ceilings, but yeah. Uh, and, yeah.
0: Um Dad, let's let's bring it over to you. Um, how did you? I mean, obviously, you've listened to music your whole life and that sort of thing. Um, when you became of age, how did you? How? What were you? What was going through your head deciding on a career?
1: Oh boy. Well, you know, it was. Uh, in all honesty, it was the first thing that I could grab because, uh, obviously, we I had your sister Christina at a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, I was. 15, like three weeks away from turning 16. So I knew that I had to uh, uh, get what I could in the workforce. And I was fortunate enough to the pizza place that I was working at. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but uh, it was hopping back in the day. Mm-hmm. Sabaros.
0: Sabaros. Oh, man.
2: Yeah, he's just twirled the pizzas in the in the window i could still do it <laughs>
0: real quick yeah gi- give, give me give me some dough <laughs> hit me with uh <laughs> hit me with one story post uh, while you're working at barrels when you uh like post concert because you had the keys didn't you oh yeah yeah and i just know one specific story that i love but yeah i'll well, let you go ahead and
1: we would uh <laughs> i think it was Like me, Flip, Casey Bisbee, you know, just probably four or five friends went in there. It was probably one in the morning or so. Fired up stereo. uh, Fired up the ovens. Made probably three pizzas with so much cheese, it'll choke you. (laughs) And uh, law security was just like, what are you guys doing? We're cleaning. It's the only time we got to clean. (laughs) did Did you get away with it? you see all this brass yeah yeah. wow i mean i think i think that they called like my regional manager at one point um but he was like we paid our rent right and i was like all right you go go. (laughs) (laughs) you tell them we paid our rent
2: (laughs) get (laughs) off my back they didn't
1: take my keys away (laughs) so yeah that was fun i mean we did that multiple nights Whenever we were hungry. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: I, I also remember the one where you said that once the mall would close and they'd wax the floors, mm. you'd sneak out there and go from one end and run all the way to the other side. Yeah, that
1: was fun. That was fun. We'd uh, we'd uh, crank open the gate and just, I'd get a running start and just, you know, baseball slide. Mm-hmm. Man, I'd slide probably 40 feet because I know how to slide. Yeah, not, it's a long my, start these days. I wasn't head first. I'll tell you that.
0: I was about so. to say, I'm like my goddamn nephew who doesn't know how to slide. Freaking Landon broke his hand trying to slide home. Did he score? Yes. I guess that's all that matters. But yeah, well, but shit, it's just a game. That's
2: oh, a, he'll that, learn after that one, won't he? That's a that's yeah. a big brother man. That's thick Jesus out here.
0: Thick Jesus. I feel bad for his hand. Even thinking about it, I'm thinking, son oh, son of a. <laughs> But listen, let's bring it back even more. Um, One thing that I just see that's a difference between you two is that with mom uh, and just the artistic stuff that you work on, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a solo sort of thing. I mean, yes, dad has helped you paint houses and stuff, but it's kind of all your ideas and it's just more or less you. Whereas music is such a collaborative thing. um, You're kind of on two different wavelengths there. Could you guys talk a little bit about... um, Those differences and maybe how in your everyday life you kind of see how uh, you guys work different in that sense.
2: Well, I I think it's what's really interesting about that is it's almost it's a bit of a contradiction because on the one hand, I'm more outspoken than your dad is. What is that? um, who put this in my hand right um <laughs> yeah he's he's way, he's way more introverted he's um s- funny i think i think most of the time funnier than i am <laughs> <laughs> um but as far as being like opinionated or or um he never says too much. You know, it's as words are always measured. He never says too much, um, and that's interesting because then he gets into a band. You would, I guess, in my head, I would think that he would want to do solo. Mm-hmm. But no, that's not the way that he works. He can. He's done acoustic sets and things like that where he was pretty much on his own. <clears throat> but um, a lot of uh, spent a lot of time in bands where he worked. You know, he work as a team, and I, on the other hand. Who, you know, like I said, I'm outspoken and, um, but no, like the work that I do, it's hated independent everybody for a long time. What? <laughs> said you hated everybody for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Get away right? from me. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I do. I, I just do really well independent. So.
0: Dad, do you want to speak a little bit about how, uh, is that just a natural thing or do you, do you, uh, have you worked on working with other people? Is that something that's like you like? If I want to do this, I'm going to have to learn how to do it. Or is it no, just. No, no, I
1: think, you know, I think for the most part, I mean, where my. Uh, I guess my demeanor comes from, where it's, you know, I wasn't very outspoken. When, you know, I guess in all honesty, and there have been situations where I should have been mm-hmm. or could have been, but chose not to be. And I look on those and. Uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. So, um, I don't know. I th- I think it's uh it's an offshoot from my parents, you know, and that's how we were brought up and, uh, and not necessarily taught that, but just seeing that mm-hmm. and the way that they react to stuff and, and, uh, not only them, but just, you know, my extended family and, you know, um, But yeah, when I met your mom, I was just like, holy shit, this chick will say anything at any time to anyone. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, Rob Gronkowski, she'll be like, look, motherfucker, (laughs) don't talk to my husband like that. Yeah. And he'd be like, come up and
2: apologize It'd be like almost famous (laughs) when he said, your mom called. She freaked me out. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. I get yeah, that gets my hair up. I and I've been that way, you know, when it comes to like my, you know, my, my kids and my family and my husband, um, you know, uh, might be might be shitty, a little bit have a shitty attitude if somebody says something to me um, that I didn't like, but if you really want to get my hair up, you really want to see a strong reaction say something about my husband say something about one of my kids, say something about my grandkids. That'll, that'll get me going. Um, with me, you know, it just depends on the day, you know, some days I let things go and, and other, other days I don't. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, but I guess going back to it as well, I mean, that was the, you know, I guess the, uh, the side that kind of, uh, where I may not speak up but I'm observing everything. I think so he I know, you know, I'm everything. watching shit. It's not like I'm ignoring stuff. I'm just
0: not, you know. He's I not addressing it. He feel
2: yeah. he absorbs everything and
0: this is so funny just hearing you guys say that because um I feel like this is something I just deal with in my everyday life is that I'm just somebody who holds a lot in and I guess I get that from dad um because I'm also, I'd say I'm an observant person. There's a lot of times where I'd like to do something, and it just doesn't happen.
1: You know what, though? I mean, for me, it was...
0: But I uh, also, like, there's been time. I think when I was younger, I was more like mom in the sense that if something upset me, it was just all right. raw emotion and whatever I felt you, yeah, that and, I said.
1: and don't get me wrong, because if once I get set off...
0: Yeah. Ooh, boy.
2: Yeah, he's, he's, a, mean, he's an absolute terror. He, he puts me to shame. Um, is as awful as I can be. No matter how bad the, uh, you know, what the other person may have done, you know, no matter how bad it was and how much I think that that person is a jerk. <laughs> when he gets mad, mm-hmm. I end up feeling bad for the other person. <laughs> there, there's, uh,
1: yeah, after it's all said and done, I kind of do too. Yeah, it
2: it's like, like oh, oh you just, oh. <laughs>
3: You don't even know well are sorry not sorry
0: <laughs> i mean they joke about like those moments when you're with your parents and like some customer service person says something and you know like you just know your parent and you're like oh fuck. like here we go yeah. again like i i know that obviously everybody knows mom just is kind of a hothead in a sense um but with dad i know those things that set him off because i've never really seen you freak out on anybody in person or his dad, there's a couple times just in my head where we're at the store and I'm like, fuck, here we go. Like at Best Buy, you were trying to get the attention of some worker and he turned around and just said, what? And you said, what? And I'm like, oh, "Fuck," <laughs> you know, like, oh, like Hey,
1: I was irritated and it wasn't a nice greeting.
0: I mean, yeah, I know. I know. It's just something that I think is funny. Well, yeah, I was, well, I enjoy I was having it. a I day.
2: thoroughly <laughs> enjoy it because it always catches people off guard because he is so reserved and he's, you know, he's so mellow and he's such a nice, he's such a nice person. Mm-hmm. So when I see somebody push their limits and take advantage of that, I really do, there's there's that wicked part of me that I I, I kind of like, oh, this is, <laughs> is going to be great. <laughs>
1: well, and, you know, the thing about it is, is we're, you know, when we were back up north, it was like we were around people that we had been around for, you know, basically our whole lives. Mm-hmm. So they might have known how to, what bus- buttons to push or how far they could push it mm-hmm. without without me getting to that point mm-hmm. or your mom getting to that point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, down here, it's uh, it's been kind of a nice, well... It's been interesting to see if people are the same way that we don't know. You know, like in your line of business, like mm-hmm. a new client comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, or uh for me personally, you know, with uh new people coming into the office. Mm-hmm. You know, from because our office is there's I don't think anybody is actually from Florida.
0: No. Oh, okay. You yeah. So, so it's kinda like it's, kinda
1: like it's kinda like LA. Minnesota, Chicago. It's right. like LA, you know? you know, it's just a melting
0: pot. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, nobody's yeah, actually yeah, from yeah, LA, yeah. you know. Yeah.
1: So I think it's it's that, that thing of kind of feeling each other out and you know, maybe putting your finger on the button mm-hmm. and then seeing how they'll react. But you know, that's That's what I've, I've overall, my
2: experience so far, I would say is it's pretty stellar. It's pretty awesome. Um, the clients that I've got coming, I mean, they are, they're just really, they seem to just be really happy and really appreciative, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just do my hair, do my hair well, make me look great. And thank you so much. And, and that I like.
0: One thing I want to talk about, um, just because you guys have been doing
1: Wait, are we still on the creativity thing?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm still <laughs> oh, here. We're
2: going, okay, because we're. All right. I mean,
0: we we went into personal. I have a couple questions for personal stuff, mm-hmm. um, but I guess since we brought it somewhat back to um, just careers and that sort of thing, right. um, You've been cutting hair for 30 years. How has it changed over time? Um, that seems pretty broad. Yeah, uh, like what? Let, let's talk about technology in a sense. You know, I think that you guys are at an interesting. Or you've lived through an interesting time where um, the digital age has completely taken over. Um, that is true. So you dealt with it without it really being a factor, and now we're in the prime of it. You know, almost most of my whole life, I've kind of been around technology, whether it was in school and that sort of thing, and it is in every career, and it is the definition of the career that I'm going into involves, I can't do anything without the stuff. Um, what's what's that been like no, that's living a, through that's before kind of and a, after? That's
1: kind of a stretch because I think that if it were uh, come to a survival thing, yeah. that you would
0: be able to to
2: yeah, make, you, you make your your technology and digital age and all that. I don't think it's made you that soft that you couldn't.
0: Oh, I don't. I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying that you know, um, it's just been something that's been a part of pretty much my whole life. Where mm-hmm. if you guys have gotten both sides of it, yeah, yeah.
2: you've
1: had PlayStations your whole life. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs>
2: um, well i mean i I, it's isn't is it really that much a part of my business and that's
0: the thing and maybe maybe it's not at all you know other than how people pay for stuff you know
2: other than yeah other than well instead of scheduling on an appointment book people schedule online and they can do their own scheduling online now Mm -hmm. um you know there's a lot that that you can do depending on like what kind of program you have yeah and maybe i'm not even
0: talking specifically about just hair in general like we've said you've done a lot of stuff um with you creating like a uh like your painting thing Mm -hmm. um obviously you are branching out trying to like make a name for yourself obviously with um social media now that's a little bit easier to do getting your name out there trying um to throw stuff out what has that been like you know having to deal with this um, or was well, that new I to, have you? to
2: tell you that it's been different down here like what i found is is that even though okay yeah we're in this digital age up north and maybe because of this the city or the town that i that we lived in it was still my business was still mostly word of mouth oh mm-hmm. uh, you like somebody's hair you stop them or you know them and you're like hey who are you who do you go to and that was pretty much how you built your business. A few walk-ins here and there, but most mo- it, towards the the second half of my time up there, I'm going to say it was mostly referrals. Then I come down here, and I find that people, you know, you're, you've got people that are coming not just from all over the country. We've got people down here that are coming from all over the world. And so they're using like google to do their searches you know where's a salon or where's where's this type of a restaurant or you know um and so that's i've had to get used to that i'm Mm -hmm. not used to it or i wasn't um so you just you know it's just just different
0: yeah what about you dad i mean you you're an accountant so obviously you're dealing with numbers every day and you're you've been behind the computer for a long time now even when you were at cp um, it was that sort of thing, but I guess when I think of, um, like you're just, when I think of your careers that you've had, I feel like first half is more manual labor when you're at Zimmer, that yep. sort of thing. Definitely. And then there was a decision made to go back to school. Um, correct. Um, go Keep going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You were there, you lived it. Let's see how much you remember. Well, you went back to school, you were still
0: doing, no matter what, you've still been doing the music. Oh, no,
2: you've got to know about this. This was a rough patch. What? He was working full time. Yep. Went back to school. Yep. Had a band and was playing baseball. Hell yeah. Whatever.
1: Well, there's a difference. It's a bat and a ball. There's a difference,
2: honey. (laughs) It's a bat and a ball.
0: Okay. You go back to school, you become an accountant. You get freaking Employee of the Year, first year at CP, hello. The crowd goes wild. Oh. And uh, you've been working, you know, ever since. Uh, you went up to East Lansing for a little... It, it, it's interesting to me that you weren't... You, you're doing manual labor stuff. So maybe technology isn't, like, that big of a deal when it comes to that, which I'm sure it still is a factor to something where it's like, there's a lot of technology. Well, in I stuff mean, you do today. yeah,
1: I mean, even when I was doing manual labor, it was, I mean, technology was it played a part because well, it made what the I stuff. Was, what yeah. I, well, what I was doing, and not necessarily with you know the the tablets or the phones or uh, apps or anything like that, but I mean, you know, we had to have climate control, mm-hmm. you know, air conditioning set at a certain. I mean, it's a simple thing. Oh, that's a good but point. I didn't a, even think about for that. For a product, yeah, it had to be a certain temperature, mm-hmm. you know, for it to cure properly and and work out. Because you know, there there were a lot of times where uh, before we had it, mm-hmm. um, we ruined a lot of product. You know, made it over and over again. You know, two or three times before we finally got it right. So.
0: What was that decision for you? When, what was like the final straw that you are like? I got to go back to school. I got to... his back. Oh, so it was kind of the injury that.
1: Well, you know, I just i i. Uh, is this something? I, I mean, you... that was that was probably part of it, but I think it was just uh, I didn't want to, you know, uh, retire from where I was at. Not that I didn't like the place where I worked at at the time, because I was. Uh, it was a small group of people that that uh, that I really liked. Uh, just a f- basically a family-owned business, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, M- Milton Diane Zimmer um, owned the place, and there was probably six or seven of us that all worked there, you know, through most of my fourteen years that I was there, and uh, I just. Uh, you know i just wanted to i I wanted to do something else besides physical labor
0: okay you know
1: and then once i went to school
0: well how did you settle on i guess accounting or business and. well general? i had
1: taken some accounting classes like at the career center oh okay in high school yeah so oh you went, went
0: to the career center yeah oh shit i didn't even know that i know see well i went i was watching it, it was, You were observing there. You were observing. You just didn't say anything. (laughs) Had access
1: to the cameras and shit. Oh, kept rewinding you walking down the hall. Oh shit. (laughs) No, so I had done that, but then when I was working at the the pizza joint, yeah, I got promoted to management, and I was, you know, so I was keeping the books at the end of the night. And I was like, yeah, something that I want to get into. uh Felt comfortable with it, and just went for it.
0: It just seemed like the simple choice at that point. You know, the obvious. I don't know one. if it was a simple choice. Yeah. I don't
1: think going back to school. I remember. Well,
0: not simple, but just, it was kind of that of okay, I'm going back to well, school. What am I going to ret- do? If
2: you don't want to retire from, like, if you want. If you don't want to retire from like manual labor, you got to you're going to be white collar. So what are you going to do? And he, he I think he's numbers come easy to him, so that just makes sense. Yeah, that's and, what I you meant. know what?
1: There was there's nothing wrong with manual labor. I'm not I'm not uh, you know, dishing on that at all because, you know, my mother and my father, that's how they made their living until the day they retired. You know, but I just, you know, it was a challenge for me. It was like, can I change the cycle? You know? Um, so I just went for it. And I just, it, there was, first off, when I when I decided that I was going to do it, and I looked into it, I went and talked to somebody at the college, and they were like, yes, 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 and here's what you got to do, blah, blah, blah. So I told your Mom, because you were young, uh, I was like, look, this is going to be, if I'm gonna do this, this is gonna be a commitment and there's gonna that I wanna follow through with and there's gonna be some sacrifices as as far as how much time that I'm gonna be here. Yep. You know, working full time and then going to school, you know, two or three nights a week.
0: Well it sounds like mom still has it stapled in her brain just with how much you had your your plate stacked of all the stuff you were doing. Oh um, boy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, yeah, and that was one of the reasons why I stopped playing in the band that I was in at the time because I was like, well, something's got to give here and it's not going to be my family. So, uh, yeah, just uh, letting her know and then getting back into it. You know, I think I was, what, 20, in my early 20s when I went back to school. And it was funny because I remember. And it was an inspiration to me that uh, one of the, the guys that I was working with at the time, he was 18, fresh out of high school, you know, and he was, I was sitting at the, at the table at lunch mm-hmm. one day, and I had one of my books, and he was like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I'm studying for your class. And uh, he said, class? I said, yeah, I enrolled, enrolled in classes going back to college. He looked at me, and he said, don't you think you're a little old to be going back to college? And I just looked at him, I was like, you motherfucker. I'm going to show you. Often wonder Not where he's old at these days. to
2: whoop your days. ass.
3: Wow, I didn't,
2: I wasn't
0: expecting him to go that way.
1: He was, uh, you know, he's still probably as short as he was back then, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's he going to do?
0: Well, Genetics, uh, right? Since, I guess we kind of talked a little about technology, but I guess, um, just, I want to get your thoughts, uh, what's your stance on cell phones?
1: On cell phones?
0: Yeah. Well, I think the... I feel like, with older people, like, I mean, like, I'm talking grandparents, Mm -hmm. you get the old, kids are always on their phones, they never, they don't even know what it's like not to have them, and obviously, me being young, it's like, yeah, everybody has a phone. I don't... I get that we're on it too much, and it's kind of taking over people's lives, for sure. We can't go anywhere without them. Um, so, in a sense, there is a problem there, but it's not a huge deal to me. Where Where do you stand on well,
1: it? Well, you know, I think that it can be a problem, but I, I for me, it's like, you know, if, if I forget my phone, in all honesty, you know, there's there's that first initial, oh, sh- shit, I forgot my phone. And my heart starts beating. What I What am I going to do? I feel the what same way. Do? And then I'm like... I don't need it. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and we still have a landline, which people think is probably crazy, but um, yeah. Well, the funny thing they're, is, is they're, they're convenient as hell, uh, but it's to me, I can, you know, I could live with or without one, I think. <laughs> what do you think? I think you know, I mean, we made it down here with just using one of those old those map
0: books. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that?
2: Yep. What what Luca?
0: I was just asking what what are you what's your stance on cell phones just as a whole? Uh, I talked a little bit about um like the older generation is like, "Oh, kids are on their phones yeah. too much and all that good stuff." Which Okay, well, boomer. I, yeah. think, I I do
2: think that you it is so easy because everything is right at your fingertips. So, um, I mean, you can you can Google anything. You know, nobody
1: has encyclopedias anymore. Yeah,
2: you can. <laughs> I mean, you can look up anything, and, um, and 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 that's good. I I I like the convenience of it, um, but I mean, you have to remember that I'm somebody that. I think it has its uses, but I think it's overused. I guess
0: mm-hmm. um, do you see yourself falling into that those sort of patterns too?
2: I have, and yeah. then I pull myself out of them mm-hmm. i I noticed like with with especially social media i can I'm somebody that I can get I can get sucked in and immersed in something. What are your thoughts and, on Facebook? Um, it's mostly bullshit yeah um, well, it's funny because when I
0: was uh in middle school. Uh Um, MySpace and Facebook were, well, first when I got like in middle school, MySpace was still pretty big Mm -hmm. and then Facebook completely took over. And if you Mm -hmm. had a MySpace, it was freaking weird. Um, but then somewhere between middle school and high school, um, it kind of flipped and Facebook became the older people app. So -hmm. that's where you got a lot of moms on there commenting stuff. And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden Facebook wasn't the cool thing. You know, Mm -hmm. it's almost like you had a Facebook to put your family pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like different apps were for, for like your friends and stuff. Like, right. So it's almost like you have your Facebook life and then you have your Instagram life or you have your Twitter. Yeah, that's it. It's yeah. like a
1: dual, you know,
3: it's yeah. like Batman.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know? um, um, no, Batman
2: I, and Bruce Wayne. I,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I, I think that I'm just somebody that uh, it's real easy for me to slip into something, um, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or something like that. And I've closed just about all of them out there's only I only have one that I use now, and yeah me too um and i'm and it's not Facebook or Twitter or anything like that and and i'm good I'm good like that because I really am not interested anymore in in interacting with people through an you know like through facebook or or through Twitter or you know just uh face to face or or on the phone, or something like that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just cooler with it.
0: Oh, do you have any negative energy towards uh, Facebook, Dad? Um,
1: you know, to each his own. Yeah. But I mean, I have to uh, kind of go along with your mom, where it was like after a while, I just find myself trolling, mm-hmm. even though you know before that was a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know reading people's comments and conversations and being judgmental on it
0: you can go down such a big rabbit hole you know. Oh, it's I know terrible. i know and that's
1: it, what it, it was really and, is. And, yeah. Then yeah. You're and then like, like 2 hours later 3 hours later i'm like what the fuck am i doing i've mm-hmm. just been reading people's other people's bullshit for yeah
2: you know yeah pretty much yeah it's pretty much it, it's it's bullshit and um, well you know i mean it's it can, it can be a good avenue
1: but uh, for the right thing, you know, well, when it comes to just uh, conversations like we're having right now, it's like, why don't well, you just come over and we'll talk face to face? Yeah, you know?
2: yeah. I, I like that. And and like I said, I, it's not that I, I haven't done it. I mean, I was on Facebook. I was completely immersed in all that stuff and I just don't dig it anymore. So yeah. and I don't feel bad about it.
0: How do you guys feel about um, texting versus calling?
2: Um, texting is a great way to have uh, communication breakdowns.
0: Breakdown like. It, what like do you mean?
2: it's too easy to, to misunderstand what somebody's right. trying to say. You, you don't know
1: the emotion behind yeah. the word or behind the phrase. Yeah, you know,
2: it's like you you write something and you might be completely neutral or or you might have. Been pissed and said so in texted something, yeah. And they, they either if you're neutral, they might think, Well, that was a shitty thing to say, and it's like, What the hell are you talking about? or I'm pissed, and you think that I'm making a joke, yeah. It's like the shit in a joke, so
0: this is uh, gonna sound really weird, um, but because of like you could say, um, the same sentence three different ways and it could have three different meanings, sure, right? Um, so since I grew up. Um, just in this era, um, texting all the time and that sort of thing, you kind of develop these
1: emojis and shit.
0: That's the thing is these little patterns to kind of understand how you're phrasing stuff. Mm-hmm. So like me putting three dots after something could kind of add to how I'm thinking it in my head or putting emojis. There's a you exactly. yeah. You know, there's just little like things or adding a smiley face or adding some, whatever, emo- a laughing emoji or putting... Mm-hmm. These sort of things that are just in a part of my everyday life is kind of how i'm able to i guess describe how people are like what they're saying i guess well
2: and i i think the other thing that and this has been consistent with me even though i do text you know i'm in situations where you know i i have to i still have to do it um but back when i first started to t- having to t- text with people um what I didn't like is, is that it, it just seems to, it t- it just takes too long for me. You know, I'm okay. not I'm not fast at it. Okay. Um, I have to, you know, I have to think about my words. I have to be really, you know, try to be as clear as possible. And um, I think I've. I I th- I think that I still feel the same about it now. Or it's just it's easier for me. Can we just. How about if I just call you real quick? And it'll take me three seconds to to say what I have to say, rather than text you and have to fix you know fix the errors and <laughs> punctuation and everything. Spell check. What do you yeah.
0: think? What do you think, Dad? Well, uh, does texting bother you at all, or does it not matter? I
1: don't. I really. Because you know what, I. It's just, I just I'll respond when I want to respond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you could text me and. You might you get a response,
2: or you might not.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, <You laughs> he's kind of like that.
2: Immediately,
1: or you might get a response two weeks later, or or you, not ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it See, doesn't. I'm, I'm... I, I don't really. I don't really think too much about it, but I know that when I do, when I send out something that uh, is meaningful and serious to me, I'll have her read it before yeah. I send it out
0: that's really cool well i guess cool is kind of a weird word you know Um, that's just something i don't think about at all you know well and
2: i think it's how you grew up though
0: i think that's exactly it so it's kind of funny for because like i guess these are just everyday things that i don't even think about but i'm like to them it's probably different so like what i know a lot of older people are like would you just call me Mm -hmm. it's so much easier and for me like i have a thousand percent prefer texting well and I
2: mean think about think about your grandmother. Your yeah. grandmother has a flip phone. She has to press the three button three times to get to a certain letter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a pain for her when to When it have started. To, you know, yeah. back to when and it I started. don't
0: expect my grandma to be able to text me, you know, right, but she's
1: probably got
2: fingers like lightning now, though.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> I, I remember when I got my first text from her and I'm thinking, What the <laughs> hell is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Baba Lynn? Baba Lynn is catching up with technology. She said STFU. I said, how
2: the fuck does she know what that means? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I don't know. Uh, just for me, it's like I'm always doing something, I'm always busy. Mm-hmm. And just for me specifically, just at this moment of my life, I'm working at the school, and the department I work in just so happens to be literally on the bottom floor of this uh building so i have no service at all i'm living off of wi-fi down there so i don't even see if i get calls until i leave and i'm like oh well three people so how do you
1: deal with that how do you feel about not having uh access yeah to
0: well i well that's what i'm saying is that's why i prefer okay so if i forget my phone for me i'm also having a heart attack. Yeah. I start to sweat. I'm like, you're going to be late fuck. to work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. You'd be like I would have called you, but I forgot my phone. I'd like,
0: <laughs> I, you know, I'd love to lie and say, you know, it's not a big deal, but it's like I, if it happens, I am, that's literally the, always in the back of my head. What's the, the connection time. with that? I don't know. You think
2: it, you're going to miss something?
0: Maybe. Well, but, usually, but listen, what? that's yeah. but listen. That's also an interesting. That's my favorite part about going to the movies. Is I set my phone down, and once the movie's over, looking and seeing all the texts I got, I'm like, I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was able to escape for a couple hours and come back, and there's people wanting to talk to me, you know, mm-hmm. or that were trying to get you just a hold. Of not me. even
1: took your phone in there.
0: Well, it doesn't. Regardless of if taking it in there, or not taking it in, in no, there. I love you'd that be feeling. Like, I don't Mm-hmm. What well, the movies, I don't, I don't think it no necessarily, problem. like me leaving yes, it in my car. Would.
1: Come on now.
3: <laughs>
1: come well, on. But
0: listen, this is kind of interesting too, because if I were to leave my phone in my car and go and see a movie and come back, that wouldn't bother me. But if I left my phone at home and I went to see a movie, then I would be worried. Why? What is the difference there? I don't know. Just the distance of me getting yeah. back home. Yeah. Anything could happen. and I'm like, fuck, yeah, my car broke down and now I don't know what to do. That's you know. in your mind. you yeah. be like, and there
1: are no payphones anymore. Yeah, Man. and I don't have twenty cents. You know how much it I, costs.
2: But the <laughs> thing is, is that I, I think that I don't, I don't know, notice that much that you do this. Um, what I've noticed, okay, get off social media for the most part. Um, that now i've started to notice that like i leave my my phone home more like i don't like he'll want to run up to the store or something and i'll look at it sitting there and i'm like no it's fine right there
0: and when you drop me off at work
2: yeah like i don't take him to work in the morning don't i just leave it i leave it i don't even take it with me anymore yeah so me
0: and avery started to do this thing where we go on dates and we leave um our phones at home so like a phoneless date or well, one of us will just leave one in the car just in case any shit went down. But mm-hmm. yeah, we go and like we went to some Christmas lights and walked around, and we didn't have our phones. Yeah, or we'll go out to eat and not bring them. Yeah, um, well, you, I you, think you, that's yeah. a good thing, man. Yeah. You know, because
1: yeah. it uh, you know you need that connection with another human being. Sure. You know, yeah, it's other like, than through. It's these like a buffer. Electronic devices. I
2: think it gets people. I guess on the one hand, if, if, you, if you live a long ways away from somebody, um, you know, phones, technology, things like that, that, it's great because you have that option of being able to call somebody. And, and have us moving down here, um, I have to tell you, I don't know that I've missed too many days calling my mom. That was one of the, you know, like the promises that I made to myself. If yeah. I move and I move this far away, I'm going to make sure that I am constantly in contact with, with, with her, you know? Um, and so in that way, it's great. Yeah. Um, but I just, I still prefer to be able, like, I I love talking to you on the phone. Sure. You know, I love FaceTiming you, things like that. That's great. Yeah. But I much prefer to have you sitting here across the table from me. Yeah. And I feel that way about anybody that I would want to talk to on the phone. I'm probably gonna feel the same way about them. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. We had a great phone conversation. But I tell you, I would much prefer to have my mother sitting across from me.
0: Oh, I think anybody. would. Yeah. Like I think it's weird if somebody would prefer, like, if somebody that they care about, mm-hmm. um, if yeah. they prefer, like, hey, can you just call me <laughs> instead yeah, of not yeah. come over? Yeah, come down. let's
2: let's let's not. You know, hang out. I want to yeah. see your face on the screen, not in person.
1: Yeah. You're like, for
0: some reason, in person, you drive me crazy. But on the phone, you're great. So yeah. let's snore. kind of keep that. Let's, yeah, let's hey, stick I'm that having one. a party this weekend. If you could FaceTime around 9 o'clock, it'd be great to have you there. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. There's something, there's some sort of power that I think that comes with texting, too, which is interesting, just because I have the choice. I have the choice of responding. Do you text in all caps? No, sometimes. If well, you know, you know, it, you know what,
2: you know what that—that's real You know valid. what that used to be? What? That used to be when somebody would come over and knock on your door, and everybody pretended like, like they're not home. That's exactly what. That's <laughs> when everybody lays on the floor. Yep. Yep. Everybody, don't Everybody, move, don't move, don't everybody move. shut the fuck up.
3: Halloween. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: yep. Shh, motherfucker, shit. But with the we fu- ain't got no candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, shut I the got light the off.
1: I got the Snickers, but this is
3: mine. <laughs>
2: You better give them a tangerine.
0: But simply with a phone Roll call. Roll a
2: tangerine out the door. Give them some pennies. But listen,
0: listen. With a phone call, yeah, I could not answer, but then I don't know what they wanted and I'm thinking, fuck, I probably should answer. I when I have to call you know them what? back eventually. Well, if what you wanted this, so- so.
2: if you wanted something, I think you'd leave a message and tell me. That's the thing. That's, that's true. What I, I
0: hope hopefully they would, but there's Otherwise, that option that they could. Whereas it's with a text, it's like I know what you want and then I can decide when to respond. And if I don't respond for a couple hours, and nobody takes that to heart because I'm fucking busy. You know, I think just with uh, with me being yeah, busy, yeah,
1: nobody takes that to heart because people they, will they be do. like,
2: Luca, I oh, always well. take it to heart when you're sitting in class and I call you, you don't pick up." Yeah, well, I'm like, I just <laughs>
3: well, or a dirty dicks. In class
1: because I think that you know some people are the mentality where like, well, I I always answer his text immediately. Yeah, and he. Such and such.
2: Well, quit answering his damn text. I know. Should so go, quickly. That shit goes to Lucas' head. Qu- <laughs> stop, yeah. ever, stop! Stop answering so quickly. Yeah, that should go Breathe to Lucas' a head. Bit <laughs> yeah, He'd be like, can't you know she, you're an- go make a cup others. of go get a cup of tea and then and then think about it.
1: Right. Breathe. Find your breath.
2: Right. <laughs>
0: now that I don't really think about it. I think that I don't know if it's specifically just growing up in this era with phones and that sort of thing. Um, but I think I have some anxieties that kind of come from it in the sense that we we talked about leaving your phone at home and kind of mm-hmm. your heart racing and that sort of thing. Um, I just think in general, I don't necessarily like being alone. It's a weird thing. Um, like if I don't have anything to do and I'm just there, I'm kind of, I get bored really. I just, I probably start eating or something. I don't know. I, there's a lot of times where it's well, like, well,
1: you got two new books. So pick those up and
0: well that's the thing it's like I get easily distracted it's like I I don't know what to do I always kind of like having somebody there with me I like being around people that sort not that I love to be in big crowds of people but you know there we have those tight knit groups and I'd always prefer to have somebody by my side than nobody at all so having that phone I don't know, is kind of an easy way for me to still be able to talk to D when he's back home or mm-hmm. talk to you guys or talk to Avery when she's at school or something. You know, I am in Rockford somewhat by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So that's kind of, I guess... there's a
2: bit of an isolation there for you. That's yeah. the thing is, is mm-hmm. it,
0: it kind of relieves that stress that I'm not alone, which is something that I think I need to kind of figure out. I don't know what the deal behind that is, but... Well, uh, that's
1: what I was going to ask you. I mean, how how do you deal with that? I mean, do you really feel like you're not alone? I don't even think and it's And what do a simple, you
0: do? Obviously, me being in Rockford is just a prime example of, yeah, that makes sense that he's kind of lonely because he's not in his hometown. His parents aren't there. Avery's not even there. That's the whole reason why he moved other than school, you know. So I could see how you could look at that from afar and think that that's the reason. But even when I was in Jackson, um, I think when I was working at Save Time and stuff, um, those days where I'd get bored and I don't know what to do, I'd just drive over to Papasitas just because I didn't know what else to do. And, you know, I'm around them, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm a, I'd pick up Landon or I'd, I'm always kind of doing something. That's kind of my muse is doing stuff. Right. I like keeping busy right. so that I'm not not doing anything. Well, I think the, well, the,
1: the key word that you said was attachment. Yeah. That. that
2: it's attachment. You know, yeah.
1: you have to at some point.
2: Attachment will lead to misery. <laughs> well, I mean, you eventually you're gonna
1: to have to let things go yeah you know
2: well i mean you're looking at me funky but the, the you know we started going to the buddhist temple and that was the, that's one of the main teachings is that you know you're you want to be miserable it's tied to your attachments you got yeah. attachments to people you got a, attachments to things material, things material things you know is that necessarily a problem though it can be a problem
0: I'm sure it can be, and I think that there's a lot of extreme examples. But like me, not you know me wanting to talk to you guys or to just people I'm close with, is that necessarily a problem?
2: It it can be a problem if it's going to make you sad when you can't. Yeah. Then it's a problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's how that's how that works. It's like when everything's great, then no, it's not a problem at all, is it? But that attachment, if you all of a sudden it's that. the communication is removed you can't mm-hmm. see him you can't talk to him for however long an hour a month a lifetime whenever yeah. yeah is it gonna is it gonna lead you to be miserable is it gonna lead you to is it gonna cause pain and hurt yeah in your heart mm-hmm then it's that attachments a problem
0: I think it's pretty specific too because I think there's certain situations where um there's somebody in a let's say we have a great talk i haven't seen them in a long time we catch up and it's awesome and i don't see them for a year because i don't go back home very often but mm-hmm. the next time i see them it's like not a day has passed by mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. but it's not mm-hmm. like i was missing them or yeah. longing right, for them right. but right. it's like and once it's i see them vice versa too yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there but, are certain people but then that there's certain just... people where it's like if i don't necessarily have them around in my everyday life mm-hmm. then i notice it and i it's something that definitely makes me sad it,
2: it makes you uncomfortable yes yeah it's, yeah, sad it's like what the f- there's a homesickness well, there would you do
1: you, let me ask you this do you have you ever just written out a letter to one of your friends and send it to him through the mail
0: uh through the mail yeah hell no <laughs> through the email hello <laughs> no
1: i know i know. Said through the e see, see to me, in my mind, yeah. there's there's something. I'm to like fuck. That. It, what's this to, dude's address? I don't know. To that. How I know is he that. lives by the
2: lake. I know that's <laughs> what I'm saying.
0: I'm like mailman. He lives three houses yeah. down from the end.
2: Uh, it's right, a it's brown. Right, it's a right, brown right. house. Bring it back in. It's all right, okay. Luca, find us a different topic.
1: For me, there's 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 a uh, there's something to that. To seeing that penmanship and knowing that they actually were sitting you know, at a table yeah. and writing that, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to a text message, you know, uh, I did,
2: Hey, I did do that with Della when we moved down here. Pen De- pals. D- Della wanted to be my pen pal hmm. and, and we did do that for a while. Um, and I mean, you know, you were over here. I had her little letters all over the refrigerator for months, for a year. Um, and it, it was great yeah. i i loved that she would sit down and take the time to write something i just think that i think that that's awesome
0: i think that there's something that's also kind of been happening with me that is kind of it's freaking me out a little bit just in the sense that i'll get into a, a mood that i notice i'm man i'm in a weird mood today mm-hmm. and i don't know why i'm upset and i don't even know if i even am upset i know that something's off But it's not like something happened where it's like somebody cut me off and I'm just pissed or Mm -hmm. I didn't get enough sleep and I'm tired or it's not like there's... Your hair
1: looks all crazy.
0: Well, that happens all the time. So I think that just follows. Um, But I'll just get in a mood and I don't know why Mm -hmm. I'm upset. And that can cause the... I think we've had this problem before because you'll say, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. And I'll say, there's not anything wrong. And... You keep asking, and, and then like, I'm like, "Well, what the fuck is wrong with and you?" Then, yeah. And then I'm irritated, and I'm you like, "Never
1: well, told me what was wrong with you." And I'm like, "Every time I asked."
0: And now I'm irritated because you keep asking. I'm like, "I'm there's literally I'm just normal day. I just I don't know. I think I noticed myself being in a funk from time to time, and now I'm really starting to notice it. And it's like, what the heck is, is going on with that? Right? And I don't know what that is. You know, I mm-hmm. I'd like to just
2: I you know I have to tell you I was like that. I I f- I think that I was like that the majority of my life. I yeah. mean, I had one thing that I will tell you is that you know you're aware I had surgery in mm-hmm. November, and a couple of weeks after surgery, there was this shift, and it was mood related. Okay. All that every all of it just kind of dissipated. Just just and I, it wasn't overnight. It would just. It was, like, a couple of weeks after surgery, all of a sudden I noticed. It's like I'm not feeling, like, moody like I have been. Yeah. And.
0: Are you saying I need surgery?
2: I you know <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there can be chemicals, you know, in the body. Like, with me, I, it was probably hormonal or something like that. But I, I think, you know. The majority of my life i know exactly what you're talking about because that is exactly how i felt
0: i think that there's it was easy for me to just say i think i'm just low or depressed or homesick or something like that mm-hmm. um you know and recently for christmas i went home and i was home for a while and i don't think that really necessarily filled a void mm-hmm. um so i'm like well maybe i'm not as homesick as i thought i was because after i've said hi to everybody it's like okay time to Unpause life and go back to work And do that sort of thing Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't even think it was necessarily Okay well that almost worried me Because I'm like well fuck maybe I've just been saying I'm homesick but maybe it's not even that Mm -hmm. Um, You know I think that you guys moving down Here uh, in Florida Is kind of made some holiday stuff specifically weird for me Mm -hmm. you know i i haven't it's
1: made it weird for us too oh um
0: yeah absolutely you know we're
2: used to uh, i mean we're we might have had a small house we were in the
0: same pattern that you were yeah
2: Yeah. i think we had everybody to our house you know
0: so like i haven't had a true thanksgiving in a couple years you know yeah um and then you know christmas eve i'd be lying if i said it's not weird um Without you guys there, mm-hmm. um, it, sometimes it feels like I don't even know what the feeling would be. But it's like you know, seeing all the Sandys' kids are there, and it's like one yeah. half of the house is great, and then it's me and Christina sitting there, <laughs> kind of alone. And then Bentley's just freaking a wild animal, and there's the kids <laughs> running around, and it's just I don't know. It's like these two different wavelengths. Like, so uh-huh. um, yeah, I do too. Um, I don't know. There's just some little even going home now is weird just because there's the house isn't there Mm -hmm. um well you know it's just every there's everyday stuff that i guess i'm noticing that um is different
1: the thing about it is is uh as everybody goes through their lives things and people are going to change yeah 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 Yeah, yeah, absolutely you can't stop that yeah and you once you um can
2: Nothing. I don't necessarily
1: say uh, accept it, but prepare yourself for it, so that you're in the right frame of mind when it happens. um, It's going to it's going to help you Mm -hmm. mentally. Yeah, you know. Um, Well, because you know, when we first got down here, there were times where I was like, "Fuck." You know, mm-hmm. I miss my family, you know, I miss, uh, my friends, but coming down here was basically a dream come true. Yeah. You know, cause everything we had been trying to move for years. Yeah. And, <coughs> you know, then we had to send you to Chicago and, uh, for three months. Well, it was all your fault. You owe me 12 grand. Oh. <laughs> You're
0: hearing nothing but crickets on my end of the yeah, mic. right, right, oh. right. It's going to be on my tombstone. <laughs> Luca, <laughs>
2: you owe me. Um, well, you know, I've, I noticed that, like, when I first came down here, I, I remember calling my mom. You know, because I told you, I made that promise that I would talk to my mom every day. But I think on my end, you know, I, I would call her, you know, I don't even know how many times a day. And then it gradually lessened. And, um, you know, I, some days I talk to her once a day. Sometimes I talk to her, you know, a couple times a day if there's something going on. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, that homesickness kind of went away. Mm-hmm. And, and I did experience it when we first got down here. Um, and, it you know, it's, 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 it's a weird feeling. It's probably like you moving to, to Illinois. There's these great things about it. You're going to, to this film program, and it's great, and, you know, you're making friends, and you enjoy hanging out with them, and you got your girlfriend there. But then there's there's this other part that's going on. And it's like you've, you know, your your parents moved to Florida, and, you know, the house that you grew up in, it's not your house anymore. And, you know, it's, you know, nothing's 100% all the time.
0: Well, let me tell you one thing. That well, should... wait, let me
1: finish my thought.
0: Oh, yeah, you go. Before, uh, my what? beautiful wife chimed in.
2: What? Uh, well, we were just
1: talking about coming down here. Yeah. And, you know, missing family, mm-hmm. friends. But, uh, you know, uh, we were chasing our dream. Yeah. You know, because uh, we were trying to move for years, years, and everything fell into place. Mm-hmm. And once it did, and we decided where we were going to live, um, we didn't. Ha- neither one of us had jobs mm-hmm. lined up. We didn't have a place to stay when we decided we were going to move here. We just we didn't, didn't have any plans. We took a leap of faith, you know, and there were people, there were only two people that were like, it's fucking awesome. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. everybody else was like, where are you going to work? Well, I don't have a job yet. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the same thing I'm doing up here, but just down there. And they just kind of look like, like where?
2: Well, we don't know crazy. yet. <laughs> you know,
1: but a couple of people said, you'll be back. and I was like, I'm not fucking coming back, man.
0: But listen, I wouldn't be doing my job just as a podcast host to not even bring it up or what? having you guys on. It is no secret that the both of you um, have been parents for a long time. You had me when you guys were, what, in your 20s, mid-20s? mm mm-hmm. um, And you had my sister when you were, what, 16, 17? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even imagine what that would be like. Uh, I'm 22, and the thought of having a kid scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I'm afraid to call the doctor as we speak mm-hmm. for myself let alone a crying baby <laughs> in the middle of the night and I don't know what's going on. Uh-huh. Um I'm assuming you were living at home the whole time?
2: Uh yeah. Yeah. Well, I I kind of.
0: Okay. Well, I guess uh simply um how hard was that for you? You know, what was that like?
2: Um it was incredibly hard. I think that it was um a ho- it, was, it wasn't It was just one thing. It wasn't just having a baby young. It was, um, there were just a lot of complications. And, you know, having a baby at 17 is not, it's just not how you imagine it at that age. And at 17, you don't know anything. Yeah. And at 17, you think that somehow everything by some, you know, miracle or magic is just going to work out Mm -hmm. and um i think that i think that waiting until you're older is obviously the better choice from my experience um i think that I think that it's easier on the parent, and I think that it's also easier on the baby and on the uh, or on the little kid. Or,
0: yeah, I think that makes sense. You know, um, I know some people who, you know, it seems like from the moment they become of age, like the first thing they want to do is they want to have a kid. Uh-huh. And there's just there's simply there's some people who are terrific parents, and from a young age, you know, uh-huh. it's not a problem. It for just em. yeah it falls but, into place for uh, you know um, you know everybody's different, and parenting is the type of thing where there's no perfect way to do it Mm -hmm. um i guess in general uh from my point of view or i think Mm -hmm. from anybody's i don't i don't think anybody would wish that somebody would have a kid when they're still in high school right you know when you're 18 on and you know at that point it's like your life's in your hands right um you you know do whatever you want nobody's on this podcast is telling you (laughs) that no don't have a kid when you're young or you know, no, all no. young kids are bad, but it's just like... No,
2: I'm just speaking, like I said, I'm speaking from my experience. And from my experience, um, I think that things would have been not only easier for me, but easier for Alex if I had been older when I had her. Sure. And... um you know,
1: hindsight's twenty
2: twenty. Well, it but, is. I mean. It is. But, you know, it's to me, I guess what it is, is like the, the more... The more stable you are, obviously, the easier it's going to make things. Sure. And, you know, at 17, you know, how stable are you? You're, you know, you're in school and, um, I mean, you know, I don't even know if at that, that point I knew exactly, that, you know, what kind of career I was going to have. Yeah. I didn't know what I was
0: going to do. Um, Did that play a factor in you, you know, deciding to lean towards uh, beauty school or, um,
2: Well, I. Uh, uh, hair comes natural to me, mm-hmm. and I've always been interested in it. Your yeah, hair looks great, by the way, too. Oh, well, thank yeah. you. <laughs> 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 um, mm-hmm. It was, I knew that I, I didn't want to go, like, to, you know, four years or eight years or something like that with college. I knew that I d- I, there was just no way I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, being a creative person, I was going to have to figure out some way to make money. Yeah. You know, using using those kind of um, the those skills and I think that hair was just a practical it was a practical way for me to use those kind of abilities and um yeah and that's what I you know I encourage that with my kids too because I ended up with two kids who are artists Mm -hmm. and start the hustle early (laughs) yeah yeah i mean we gotta start thinking about this people you know it seems i don't produce attorneys i don't you know dad might be an accountant but i don't make accountants okay Mm -hmm. um so yeah i i just think that you know you gotta your sister is a she's an incredible artist on like with canvas and sketching and things like that um but she was she's also it, she's been able to use that same ability when it comes to cooking and it shows in like her chocolate art mm-hmm. and when she competed for that at Michigan State. And you, you know,
0: just from a technical side of things, I think Al is, you know, obviously she's great and mm-hmm. is really artistic and creative. But the thing that I think I find the most interesting with her creativity mm-hmm. is just how well she functions under pressure mm-hmm. and like she does better like when the pressure's when, on. When shit's going wrong, almost. Right. Yeah. You know, like if Al says she's cooking me a meal, she's like, oh, I'm going to make you this great thing. You know, I found the recipe. You're going to love it. <laughs> then I think. Then she
1: opens up the fridge and is like, shit, I only got carrots. <laughs> okay. We're going to have the best
0: carrot We're going to have you- carrot
2: <laughs> pie. <laughs> Yeah. And it's the you know, best damn carrot pie you've ever had.
0: It's almost like if she tells me I'm eating a grilled cheese, I think, okay, well, I'm not eating a grilled cheese, but I'm eating something pretty <laughs> yeah, good. These that's are the kind of you're looking for.
2: <laughs> these are not the droids you're looking that's for. That's kind of
0: like a grilled cheese. No, I think well, this, she's always been, you know, yeah. it's just funny to see how that travels almost all throughout her life, you know. Yeah. I yeah, remember she, when she was in school and it was kind of that same way, uh-huh. um, you know, getting assignments done or she yeah. got older when she was in cooking school yeah. and um i mean now she cooks for a living and you see that all the you know she's, mm-hmm. she's well running. you
2: have to there's no i don't think and i and i say this no you know my, because my dad being mm-hmm. a chef um you know i know having worked with him in a kitchen i know what he's like when the pressure's on yeah. and alex is just able to withstand I mean just an incredible amount of pressure and cor- uh, She in a can corporate- walk through the fire like it's nobody's yeah. business yeah a corporate chef and you know with cater the catering that goes on especially like where she's working and um and the you know the lunches that she's got to prepare and then there's you know she's got to make a cake for somebody and you know there's people that just function really well under those kind of conditions and then there's people like me who don't want anything to do with those kind of conditions. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that
1: that line of work isn't for everybody. No, no, Because it's long no. hours, it's yeah. high pressure, it's and it's physical, yeah. and,
2: you know, I don't want to, that's not the kind of art that I want physical, to do. Physical,
1: but mental, too, you yeah. know, because of the pressure. And then of multitasking,
2: stuff. you know, well, on 11. You know, and, and then Luca, but, you know, here's another artist, and he's, you know, he's managed to figure out how, you know, how he's going to use his ability, and he's you know going into film, and the back end of it, and um, certainly was in you know in drama and on the stage and he can do he can do both which I mean he definitely gets that from Jar because I you know, I don't want that I don't want to be on a stage yeah
0: you know it's funny you know when I think of you you're like this loud person you know don't doesn't you're not afraid to say anything to anyone but like if there's a camera on or if there's a bunch of people watching that is. Um it's funny it's like you're a different person yeah yeah
2: yeah um because it's not my you know it's not my element to have that i don't know how to explain it it's like sitting around and i'll say whatever mm-hmm. but yeah if the microphone is, <laughs> is on or um well the the
0: short that i made at columbia I, there's a part where you're in it yeah and um i was also minoring like i majored in film directing and minored in animation uh-huh. and you know three months for three months <laughs> yeah um, it just made so much sense to me to um, to just draw it you know mm-hmm. it almost felt like a cheat code because mm-hmm. people you know that make short for especially student films it's like we don't have any budget and we just mm-hmm. have a crappy camera and no audio equipment it's like mm-hmm. how are we gonna make this work mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't know why I was so clear but I'm like oh I'll just have my mom do like a monologue of her yelling at me and it'll be a piece of cake and I'll draw it and it'll be fine. And then, you know, I busted my ass drawing it. I'm like, okay, hard part's out of the way. Now I'll just call her and then go from there. And that was even harder. You know, yeah. I called you and I said, you know, uh, we had, we've had we had these talks before. This is kind of what I'm expecting from you. And uh, we'll just do, give it a couple tries and see how it goes. And you say, okay. I said, all right. So, so you drew try- it before I, you called her? I, you said, rip in, I said, rip into me. And then... It was I, almost like I was talking to Baba Lynn, my yeah. grandma. It was like, <laughs> yeah. like oh, well, I don't I think wanna, you should do I, this. I, I didn't
2: want you to get in trouble for me talking the way that I would normally talk. Yeah. I didn't know if that was even going to be allowed. Yeah, and and it? I don't do good under those kind of circumstances anyway. If it's scripted, I'm fucked.
0: Well, it was funny <laughs> because I said, "What? What was that?" No, like freaking, you've yelled, like, you've, be, be like you, my friends, like think of you, and like they even think, Luca, <laughs> you know. So it's like we we record this, and I'm like, what
2: the fuck was that? I know it. It's, like, it is really hard for me. So when it I took
0: f- two or three tries just to get that. I uh-huh. mean, it worked. It turned out. I know.
2: But. It's like now I know how Bri- Barbara Streisand feels when she talks about her terrible stage fright. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But listen, let me, I want to ask both of you. Well, you of, did great, Babs. Uh, <laughs> I want to ask you both, this, you know, not to talk too much about me, but um, it sounds like you were expecting artistic children. Um, wh-
2: I don't know if I was expecting it. Don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know. it was I think necessarily... That's
0: just, well, I mean, you said that earlier. You know, I don't put out accountants. I put well, out... Well, but
2: that's because that's experience. My kids both came out, and they were artists, and so...
0: I guess what my question was going to be, how How did you guys kind of handle that? Like, what was... You, from your point of view, um, I think you guys are both pretty good about, you know, letting us just kind of do whatever we want. It's not like the type of parents where it's like, I was in the military, so you're going to be in the military. Right, right. Oh, no. You know, so uh-uh. like, what what was that like raising your kids and you know just seeing the past that they went on you know, when to really support them or when to say, oh, are you think you'd be really good for that? Or, you know, I don't think we've really had those conversations. But
2: I don't think that I was particularly good about that. Not that I tried to steer you towards something, but I think that... Well, yeah,
0: I mean, if that's the case, then you failed because you wanted me to be a fashion designer. Right, <laughs>
2: right. Um, yeah, that's wah, a good one, wah, oh, that's, real, wah, that's real goddamn wah. funny and shit. <laughs> 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 um, no, I think that I had a lot of fears um, about, like, failure and, and you know, just experiences that I had Mm -hmm. and how it made me feel. And I think I I projected that stuff onto my kids. I think that, you know, and I can't remember specifics, Mm -hmm. okay? I can't. I just remember, like, just this general things that happened where, you know, my kids wanted to do this or do that. And I think maybe (coughs) um, it might have, did I ever try to talk you out of going on stage when you first got involved in drama? I don't think
0: so. Honestly, on that that (coughs) time of my life, um, we weren't super close. Um, I'm but I, I was, feel I, like I wasn't like ever home really. Yeah. I was at my girlfriend's like 90% of the time and then when I wasn't I feel wasn't like there, there was, was something it was
2: if if it wasn't both of you it must have been one of you. But I feel like there was something that you wanted to do one of you wanted to do And I remember, like, the fear coming over me, like, oh, my God, I don't know if they're going to, what if they don't do well, and what if they, you know, it tears them apart or something. But I was basically just projecting my own crap onto, you know, my own fears onto my kids.
0: You know, I don't know. I don't remember having that talk, so maybe it wasn't me, but I think that the first play that I did was also Grease, so I feel like that would even be more of a plus, where you would be like, oh, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I mean, what about you, Dad?
1: What was the question?
0: <laughs> it was just uh, like I want your perspective on um, well, I mean, kind of guiding your kids, yeah,
1: in you know, uh,
0: their future careers.
1: All I guess what I was focused on, yes, um, all r- really my main focus was just providing, you know, and whatever interest you guys had. To encourage those, if you, you know, if you really wanted to do it, whether mm-hmm. I was into it or not, I mean, how many wrestling matches did I go to that we, you know, we were there all day and you wrestled and, or they didn't have somebody that it was even in your weight class. Yeah. So you came up and they just raised your arm and it was like, the winner. And I was like,
2: fuck. Yeah, this I never. sucks. I don't know. I mean. Do you know? Do you know what I was, what what I'm referring to? When because there's there's things that I'm thinking about that I I feel like I tried to talk my kids out of, but but I can't pull it up. Like w- what specifically was going on? But no, I just remember no. feeling that well, way. I, I
1: think we took two different approaches. So when you would have your uh, express your thoughts on something, I might have at it from a different a different, different way you different know? Direction. but i you know respected yeah. you enough to say to to let you go ahead and tell them what you felt you right
2: know? well but then again you know i didn't i um i think that i rem- like i remember when alex was in art school and sitting up and watching her work on canvases and then when she went into culinary school I remember like watching her at the table do that like the chocolate art and stuff and then she had her competition at state and I started um, like blubbering like a baby up there when I went to see her artist <laughs> started crying <laughs> but um, but then that same thing with you I remember when I didn't get involved with the sports at all I never went to anything and then everybody's like oh you got to go watch Luca Russell and I'm thinking, oh boy, okay. So I
1: go. Well, it was tough for you because I remember you were like,
2: oh, no, that's my baby. And yeah, when I know. He
1: get in a position where he's oh, like, oh,
2: I would be like, kill him, Luca, kill him. And then <laughs> I'm Jair's like, go out there. Jair's I'm like, sit down. Jair's like, shut up, and you can't say that the other parents are around. I'm like, get him, Luca. Rip his head off. Right. So just I could be supportive when throat. I needed to be. <laughs> you know, I could really pull through when I needed to. be. But I needed to.
1: Yeah. Well, you made it to a couple matches and mm-hmm. a couple baseball games. So. Yeah.
2: But I went to his plays, and I enjoyed those. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, for me, it was,
0: uh, you know, just kind of guiding guiding you, you know? Did you guys ever have those talks? Uh, I don't know, if I was at Columbia or um, just in general. Like, I think from the time I was maybe... Seventeen, eighteen. I had flirted with the idea of going into film. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys have those talks? Like, okay, how the fuck is he gonna do this? What? Are, uh... Oh, this motherfucker thinks he's Spielberg and shit. <laughs> uh, you know,
2: I don't think I don't
1: I don't think that we really no,
2: not not really no. I there mean... was
1: never there was never a conversation. Kind of. Well, do you think that he could really make it in film? Should we, you know?
2: I don't remember should that. Should we
1: encourage him in a, to go down a different
2: avenue? I don't uh, no. know. We never did. We never, never, did. We never had like, those kind of conversations. Like, oh, he's gonna flop. No, it wasn't like that. Hmm.
1: Well, be, because uh, you know, at an early age, you know, like we uh, had talked before the other night, you know, from you watching. Um, you know, Silver Bullet to uh, Abbott and Costello, you know, mm-hmm. you were always a lover of movies. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, it well, kind of made sense. He was ch- like, he, of course but, he wants to, yeah, but he, he wants he, to make a movie, you know. I, re- I do but remember
2: then, feeling a little bit like surprised a little because of your love of music and, you know, he wanted a guitar, and, um, and, and he loved music so much. And I just kept thinking, oh, he'll at least have it as a hobby. And I remember thinking, he's going into film. This is Lane's influence.
1: <laughs> well, I think that, you know, that actually there's, there's, name me one film after the Charlie Chaplin era that doesn't have music with it. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I mean, they go hand in hand. I mean,
0: if anything, those movies even before or during the silent film era, they well, only yeah, have they did, music. They, they did have
1: right. the music, didn't they? That was it. You had to, you had to read the dialogue.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Well, the cool thing is, like way back in the day, they had like a band in the room with you oh, playing yeah. to the screen. Yeah, that that's one. pretty neat. Yeah. When that would have been cool. When I went to uh, Once Upon a Time um, in Hollywood at uh, the Music Box, they they showed it on seventy millimeter. And once you got your seats, um, there's this, like, organ in there. And this old dude gets up and he's just playing for, like, the 45 minutes before the show. It was kind of cool. That would have been
1: sweet. It was. It was cool. Well, one of the coolest things that I remember seeing back in, it must have, it was probably late 80s or something, uh, because I grew up with, like, Bugs Bunny, right? So, all those animated shorts. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but what they were doing was they were touring showing those shorts with the actual orchestra playing the music
0: underneath it Mm -hmm. and i thought
1: man that would be cool as hell to see i'd Mm -hmm. like to
0: see like i mean that's i guess that's the definition of what fantasia is Mm -hmm. Uh, like the do you know what i'm talking about Mm -mm. it's like a it's a disney thing where they have like those mm -hmm. five shorts and there's a band playing with them Mm -hmm. and like to see that those sort of things live would be sweet like i think um i don't know if it was in chicago or where but like they do that you know like you can go and see jurassic park like with an orchestra playing the music to it i'm like i can't even imagine what the fuck that would be like
3: Mm -hmm.
1: that's on my bucket list now then
0: what would you want to see uh probably rocky Two. <laughs> Maybe there's somebody sitting behind you. Singing, you know, uh, the, take the, it back. The, the Looney Tunes thing is always. Do, do, take it back.
1: The Looney Tunes thing has, since I have, since I saw it, it just has always been in my mind. It was like, that would be cool as hell because, like, the Bugs Bunny with the when he's massaging do, 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 the guys
2: at. Like, do, 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 do. <laughs> it's one of my favorite i do it's that to people my... every now and then i I'll do just that come in up. the salon don't tell people really <laughs> you're thinking that in your head i get a couple <laughs> customers that i like to do that too with my fingers <laughs> 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 my <laughs> finger. your secret's out Yep.
0: Secret's
2: put the tonic out. on their head yep. <laughs>
0: secret is out baby but tell you what um you know, we we kind of jumped all over the place. We talked. We sure did. We talked about creativity. We got a little what bit. Kind into, of show are you running here? We got into technology. We got into parenting. We okay. kind of jumped all over. Uh-huh. Um We'll say that's part one, and okay. then part two, we will um, get into some more fun stuff. We'll talk some movies. We'll talk. I have a bunch of questions that people want to ask you guys, so we'll get into that <laughs> stuff. Wait, wait, wait. What? Oh yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, my, so my interview who is Who are over. these people that you speak of? In the name of stirring the pot, we're taking a bathroom <laughs> break. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> God damn it.